Hello, I'm Teresa Puckett, parent guide and harmonizer and founder of Relational Parents, where we take the baffling challenges that we encounter with our children and use them to create more joy and peace in our families. How do we do it? By waking up to our own power to guide and relate to our amazing children. Welcome to the podcast. So happy that you're here today. Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm really happy to be with you here today. Our theme for April is magic. So welcome. And uh, to start off this magical month, we're going to just do a little bit of breathing. Take a couple of deep breaths. If you're able and comfortable with it, you can close your eyes. Just, if you can see me, I'm breathing and reaching up to the ceiling. Mm. And then another deep breath in. Mm. Whatever feels good for you to relax your shoulders. And I always, I like to relax my neck too. Something going on there. <laughs> so today we're talking about how we kill the magic <laughs> and also how we can make more magic, of course, but how we kill the magic. And this is something we do all the time. I see it. I do it. I catch myself. I've been doing it um, in lots of ways for a long time. And that is by declaring the right way. Okay. Now this can be as ordinary and mundane as the right way to load the dishwasher. Okay. And I, it's, it's a funny story, but for so long, I was absolutely convinced for various and sundry reasons in history that I had that there was like, my way was the only way, my way was the right way. And I was going to show everybody and make everybody conform to my way to load the dishwasher. Well, how do you think that went over? Not very well. And <laughs> where I am now is in a place of gratitude when anyone deigns to load the dishwasher, right? And so finding a way to, um, to be more accepting of other ways and grateful and appreciative and just other possibilities. So loading the dishwasher, very ordinary. However, probably I'm guessing you can relate to that. Um, but everything, right. And I look at some things that are very important to me and that I do. And so back in 2017, I really got into yoga in a very big way and the local studio where I, I went, um, had lots of different kinds of yoga. And I was like, Oh, I'm sampling everything. Almost, I think almost everything. And so I would try and I would go to see different teachers, even within one kind of yoga, there were different teachers who taught it. And of course, everybody has a different way, a different energy, a different way to show up. 
So I would experiment and, and find all these different ways and some would feel better to me. And there were some, actually, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. I had one teacher named Jan and she was, I mean, she is amazing. I'm sure she's still teaching. Um, she was amazing. She, uh, gosh, how old is she now? She's probably 70 years old now, or maybe a little early seventies. Now you really wouldn't know it. Certainly not by her energy. She is like, just, you, you know, she is the energizer bunny for sure. And she taught classes in a certain way. And she would always tell us, please don't try to go crazy to look good because that is what I did for decades. She was doing yoga for, I don't know, 50 years. And she said, for decades, I did that and I ruined my joints because I wanted to look good. And I was, I was, um, working with my joints in a way that wasn't healthy for them in just so I could look good and put my, she always said, put my leg around my neck, like a scarf. I just think that's the funniest, the funniest visual. And, and I really, I have reflected on that and I see that that is true. We are trying to do things to look good. We are, comparing ourselves to others and we're doing things to look good. And like, I'm no, you know, I'm no exception. I've realized it in a deeper way. I'm in a different spot with it. I catch myself often, you know, like, oh, I have to do this to like, to look good or, you know, because this one is doing this. And even back when I'm going to do a very, <laughs> a very vulnerable share here, cause it's more recent, right? Like the dishwasher thing for me was like, I don't know, five or eight years ago. Um, but much more recently, like within, like inside of a, a year, like it was 2020, when I first got into Dr. Kim DeRamo's work. And you'll remember because she was two episodes ago, I interviewed her. So I really got into her work. And at one point early on, I like, I really heard a very loud voice saying like, oh my gosh, look, like, what are you even doing with your life? Like this woman, Dr. Kim, right? This woman has it all figured out. She's got it all figured out. And by the way, uh, she's younger than you. So what have you been doing? How have you been wasting your time? Like I heard this in a very big way in my head. Now, I was in a spot where I moved through that pretty quickly, but it didn't keep the voice from speaking. And, you know, it, the voice spoke loud and, and longer, louder and longer than it would right now, but still it would probably speak. It would be like more of a, a little more of a like whisper and it would last longer than the days that it lasted when I first heard it. That was, I did not plan to share that. <laughs> and so one thing that is a way, that is a trap that all of us fall into, that is a magic killing trap, is these simple methodologies, these simple ways 
like it's it's good for everybody everybody should do this and it's so simple and i don't care what it is i don't care if it's yoga because maybe maybe there's a, a teacher that you've ever had or heard about that wanted everything to look the same way the, the pose needed to look the same way for everybody that is not healthy that is not good there's a very simplified view of trying to fit everybody into a mold okay people have different bone structures not everybody can make their legs go so wide or not everybody can you know face a certain way with their their feet a certain distance you know all of that we have to understand that everyone is coming from a unique place everybody has a different um, you know, physical blueprint, a different energetic blueprint. So does that mean that like all bets are off and all rules are off and anything goes? No, it doesn't mean that. It means there's a, there's something else that we have to do though, besides plugging into an easy, this is the way it is. Okay. This is the right way for everyone. And I'm going to use I'm going to use yoga as just an example, okay? But you can do this with anything. You can do this with any personal development program that you're doing. You can use this with uh, like with music, right? Like everybody likes their own kind of music. <clears throat> Excuse me. Everyone likes their own kind of music or the music that they like. But that doesn't make them right and other people wrong, right? Everybody's coming from a different place. People have different preferences, but I'm going to use yoga because I love this. Um, and there's, there is a certain type of yoga called yin yoga that taught me this principle. The principle is that you come from the inside out. Okay. You feel what's going on inside and then you adjust how it looks. It doesn't, you don't start with, I need to make it look a certain way. And I think that I'm, I'm debating on the fly how deep I want to go into this, but let's take any one pose, any one pose um, in yin yoga. Um, it doesn't even matter what pose, but for any pose, there is a targeted area where the, the pose is asking you to feel sensation in a certain area and that's on the inside right and nobody can tell you your yin yoga teacher can't tell you i can't tell you if you're doing it right because it's about how it feels are you feeling sensation in this spot great on a scale from one to ten how does that feel because if it's like a seven eight nine ten you're probably not able to breathe very easily and fluidly. And so let's back it off. Let's take a step back. So it's like a four. Okay. And you feel that four and you can feel that until your body adjusts and your tissues adjust and it feels easier. And then it feels like a one or two or zero. Like I could go to sleep in this pose. Now it's like breathing for me. It's so easy. Great. now let's adjust it so that you feel more sensation let's take it to the next spot that is the analogy that I am 
going to suggest creates magic because it's not about comparing to someone else. It's not about making someone wrong. It's not about making yourself wrong. It's about how does this feel? How can I adjust this so that it feels good? And then when that becomes more automatic and I don't have to uh, pay so much attention to it, then I can adjust. And that kind of a philosophy is a relational parent's philosophy. It's inside out. It is possibility thinking. What else is possible? And that creates magic. It's not, the question is not, is this positive discipline? Is this whatever? Insert whatever, you know, methodology you love right now. Insert whatever program you're in. It's not, is this X program? It's what else is possible? What feels good for me? What part of this feels good for me in that program? I'm not saying the program is wrong. Hell no. I love positive discipline. I love those tools. Those are the tools that I reach for and that I help bring in to a parent's world and a parent's practice, right? I love those tools, but you cannot say that this is right and this is wrong and be black and white about it and come from a magical, a joyful place, a joyful energy. And that joyful energy is what is going to be the invitation for anyone that you're interacting with, right? Right now I'm interacting with you. It's a, it's a possibility. It's a magical, it's a joyful invitation. It's an energetic invitation. And if you want to have magic with your child, and I know you do, if you want more magic with your child, be the energy of magic, right? Be the energy of possibilities and be that energetic invitation. And as always, if I can be of more service to you, if I can be uh, helpful to you and more supportive to you, then I invite you to send me an email. Send me an email at support at relationalparents.org. I would love to talk to you about working more closely together. Okay. You have a wonderful, magical rest of your day. And thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you and being with you next time. Until then. If you enjoyed this podcast and something resonated for you, I invite you to go get my new free parent energy tuning series. The free series includes 11 video shorts for greater connection with your child. Get it today at relationalparents.org forward slash parent energy tuning.